And so when I talk about the survivor's orbit, I'm talking about the people closest to them. Now, maybe the person is your own child because the trauma that you experienced, you haven't maybe dealt with it. You haven't healed from it. You are still trying to figure it out. And that trauma is passed to your own children, to your spouse, your partner. Those people are the orbit around the survivor. And those are the people that I'm talking to um, and talking about today. Welcome to the Jan Broberg Show, where we expose the truth about child sexual abuse, rape, assault, and trauma. Everything you hear on this show is for informational and educational purposes only. We do not dispense therapy or give legal advice. This show is not for children. I'm Jan Broberg. Let's get started. Well, good afternoon. Actually, it's evening where I am right now. I've been on a little bit of a touring um, uh, speaking engagements, and I've toured uh, kind of around the country. I've been bopping back and forth. I'm right now uh, just finishing up a conference in Laredo, Texas, and I have decided that I'd like to um, explain to everybody why I'm going to be doing these solo episodes. I really feel like definitely isn't because there's a lack of survivor stories. There are so many survivors that are reaching out. We have a long list and I want to hear from those survivors, have them telling their stories and also how they have gotten past it, how they are beginning to thrive and heal. They're very important stories and I really um, I'm committed to continuing to tell those stories and to give all survivors that I can a voice. So it's not a lack of survivors. Um, a lot that have asked to be considered for the podcast. And uh, we have a lot of experts as well that are still waiting to be interviewed. But I just, um, with these overwhelming numbers, I wanted to make sure that there's some balance that we are talking about healing and prevention for um, our listeners as well, um, mostly because I think that these are such complicated issues and healing and um, talking about prevention feels so overwhelming sometimes that I thought spending a little bit of time on various subjects, topics around those things would be really, really good. And sometimes it's hard to go into depth about healing and about prevention in those one-on-one -on -one interviews when you're talking to a survivor about their story. And even with an expert, usually we kind of concentrate on, you know, just a, a small, narrow piece of the big picture. And of course, I certainly am not, am not, um, I don't know everything and I depend on all of these wonderful experts that we get to talk to as well as they guide us through what we can do to become hyper aware and in that awareness to bring about education and prevention. So um, I just, I just want to do these solo episodes to balance things out a little bit. And also uh, another reason is because I am formally announcing that I'm going to be setting up my one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. I already do that uh, in my private 
you know, life. I have a number of, of clients, but I wanted to make that a public, um, as a public announcement that I, that I do. Um, and I'm going to, now that I have a little bit more time, um, I'm going to be adding more people to that one-on-one coaching, you know, to take and tackle, you know, where you're at in your life and wanting to, you know, move to the next step, the next level, the next, uh, place on your path in the healing journey or just in your own emotional, um, uh, physical, sexual, um, you know, uh, journey, uh, people need better relationships. They need to have more money. They need better jobs. They need more intimacy in their lives. And a lot of times we're just stuck. And so I, I have a my own private coaching business and would love to hear from you if that's something that you might be interested in. Um, so I want to focus a little bit on, uh, on this particular podcast. Um, as I'm, you know, often reading about current events and, and, um, stories in the news, it really struck me when I read this story that was written in, um, this Los Angeles paper, I was there doing some press stuff also on this little whirlwind of a tour. And this little boy was on the front cover. His name is Anthony Avalos, and he was murdered, basically. Neglect, abuse, physical and sexual abuse by his mother and I think his stepfather, or at least the man that was in the home at the time of his death and just the torture that this little boy went through. And as I read the story, it struck me when it said that, you know, this boy's mother had also been sexually abused. And as I thought about that and how abuse affects the trauma of abuse, sexual abuse in particular, can be passed on to other people in our world and that's what they call that generational you know trauma and even if you don't abuse your child on purpose you know this woman turned to the dark side right and it was just a super sad and disturbing story for me to read how many times that um bcfs and other you know, child family services had visited the home, I think something like 13 times. And yet the child was never removed and he's now dead. And as I thought about, you know, the mother, what she had gone through and my own story and how I didn't, I didn't choose to abuse my own child, but I know that people in the orbit around person that is abused are traumatized and and they have various outcomes because of that trauma and so i wanted to just talk for a few minutes about you know what i call the orbit so who's a part of the the, the survivors orbit in my case it would have been my sisters you know karen and susan my parents, you know, Bob and Mary Ann Broberg. It was my friends, you know. I had, you know, dear friends like 
Caroline and Jan and, you know, I had Anna and Lisa and there were many, Kathy and and, uh, Camille and different people that had been my friends. Um, They all were a part of my orbit. People that went to my church, that were in my neighborhood, that were other friends, the Hoffmans, you know, uh, Kathy, John, Casey, Corey, um, the Paynes that lived up the street, you know. I just, there's so many people that on some level have been affected. And so when I talk about the survivor's orbit, I'm talking about the people closest to them. Now, maybe the person is your own child because the trauma that you experienced, you haven't maybe dealt with it. You haven't healed from it. You are still trying to figure it out. And that trauma is passed to your own children to your spouse, your partner. Those people are the orbit around the survivor. And those are the people that I'm talking to um, and talking about today. My sister Susan came, uh, I have an online community, as many of you already know, called Thriveivers. It's for survivors and their orbit. And for the first time, my sister Susan did a share on her survivor her story of survival. And what I find so fascinating is that because I had never sat down with her and had her share from her perspective the various traumas and uh, the outcomes of that time in her childhood and beyond as she grew into a young adult and a woman and a mother how it affected her. And it was such an amazing experience for me to listen to her. I shed so many tears listening to what she experienced and how it affected and shaped her life. And so as that, as that was happening just recently, I asked her, you know, if she would share that on the podcast, if we could take that share that she she had given in the community because it's a private space. It's a very safe space. Um, and so we keep everybody's stories confidential. It's um, only if you want to share, you know, your story or parts of it, you can. You don't ever have to. But the community, Thriveivers, is meant to be this very safe, non judgmental space where you are believed, where you are believed on every level, and never blamed. And it's such an extraordinary experience to be in a space like that because most survivors of sexual assault and abuse and their orbits have had moments when they have been blamed, when they have been accused of, you know, whether they didn't do the right thing at the moment because they didn't know or... They didn't do the right thing after the moment because they didn't know what to do. It's amazing how much shaming and blaming there is, not only of the actual victim of the sexual assault and abuse, but of those that are close to that person. And whether it's vicarious trauma that is passed on to you, because like in my child's case, I was trying to figure out how to reclaim my my uh, tween and early teenage years 
you know, those early years from age 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, when I was being raped and, and I was brainwashed and I was not in the normal natural development of those years. I think that I struggled with relationships in general and multiple relationships and marriages and divorces. And that was traumatizing for my child and for my family members. And I think we sometimes forget um, to acknowledge the people in our lives who have been there for us, who have been a part of that traumatic experience in a different way, but in a very significant way. Hey, everybody. I just I just had to take a minute because I want to talk a little bit about our online community, Thrivivors. Um, I always had the feeling it would be really cool and that it would be helpful, but I had no idea how amazing it is to be in a safe space with fellow survivors where you feel like you can talk about anything without any judgment, where you can have you know your worst day and need to express things about a big disappointment, or you have a breakthrough day and something that just finally made sense to you on your healing journey and you're able to go forward. I'm more than thrilled with what the members at Thrivivors are already talking about and what they're saying, and they're sharing their stories, and it truly is changing their lives and changing my life. I can't believe how much I've been missing by actually not having a group of fellow survivors in my path. There's so much to be learned on the journey from each other and from that support or you're completely safe. I hope that you'll come over and join us and just know that we have survivor stories that we share every week. We also have amazing experts like social workers, therapists, uh, memory experts, people who have created programs for healing because they were survivors too, and now they've gone down that path and that journey, and now they're sharing what they know with all of us. And it just becomes this wonderful, amazing um, experience. And I really want to encourage you to come and join us. And, you know, we'll never charge more than a dollar a day for your own health and healing. I think that's pretty reasonable. That'll never change. And if you can't afford a dollar a day, tell us what you can't afford. Nothing? Come anyway. We want all survivors to have a safe place to begin their healing journey and to be supported on that journey. So please just come. It's free right now for your first month, no matter what, and it can stay that way for as long as you need it to. And then when you feel like, oh, okay, I could throw in a five or a 10, I'll do that just to help us continue the platform and to continue having all of these amazing guests and speakers, as well as to just encourage the whole community in a way that probably you've never experienced before. It's pretty incredible. I can't wait to hear from you. I want to hear your story. So please go to our link in the show notes and find us at Thriveivers. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I cannot adequately explain to you guys how vitally important therapy has been for me throughout my life. At times, it has been what keeps the 10% of my life, which is filled with challenges and trauma, from festering and becoming 20% or 30% or 50% and so on. 
Therapy has literally saved my life. It commits you to your own mental health, and it has a physical impact on you as well. So when your mental health is good, your bodily health improves. I'm telling you that at BetterHelp, you have an opportunity to do the easiest pathway to a therapist. You can chat with them. You can have a video session. You can text your therapist. It's immediate. You don't have to drive anywhere, and they will match you with a licensed professional. And if that doesn't work out, it doesn't feel like a fit to you, you can change it anytime for no additional charge. It's more affordable than traditional therapy, and it's easier than traditional therapy. When you feel better mentally because you've been seeing a therapist like I have throughout my life, you'll know why you have committed that time that money, that space. So hopefully you'll go to BetterHelp, use our link, betterhelp.com forward slash my name, J-A-N, and that will help out our show. It will help you. Plus, if you sign up from our link, you get 10% off your first month. I'm telling you, it's so much more affordable than traditional therapy. And it's also so much more immediate because you can do it from the palm of your hand. I know that for a fact. I've used them myself. So I I just thought talking a little bit about that and sharing when I say and their orbit, so the survivor and their orbit, I want people to understand what that means when I'm saying it anyway. Um, so if you haven't listened to the podcast from Tuesday uh, that just happened, it's my sister Susan, and she shares in a way that she never had before, in that safe space where she was not judged, where she was listened to, where she was believed, and where her experience was just as valid as my own, where the things that she struggles with or the outcomes of that traumatic period in our life, how it affected her. And so I hope that you'll go back and listen to that episode. If you're a family member or a friend, a child of, or the partner of a survivor of childhood sexual abuse, I think it will open up some of those things that you hold kind of a space for without really ever talking about it because you feel like you're trying to maybe support you know, the trauma survivor, the abuse survivor, without recognizing that you too are a survivor. So I just wanted to acknowledge the orbits around the survivors. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that today. Um, So we will, on these solo episodes, I will have other topics that I want to go into depth about it. But I did want to explain what the survivor's orbit was, the importance of it, and that our Thriveivers community is intended. It was set up for the survivors and for their orbit. So we have various spaces in the community, all-female group, or if you want to go into the men's group, or you're a family member, you know, or you just want a survivor's group of people to talk to. There are different spaces there where you can communicate things um, you know, to the, the group that you, that you feel the most comfortable around. Um, and yet we haven't had a lot of family members or orbit, people in the orbit actually come on to our Thriveivers community. And we would like you to be there if you feel like it could be helpful for you to understand and be um, 
a little more educated about your survivor or for yourself and how your pains and your guilt and your shame and your experiences as someone close to that survivor can also be acknowledged and talked about. And there can be healing for all of those people in the orbit as well as the survivor. So um, anyway, I just wanted, I wanted to explain that and to let you know that these are the kinds of uh, things that happen on the Thriveivers community. We have these times where people can share their experience. And this one was especially um, important to me because, of course, it's my little sister. And, you know, I love my sisters so much. And I know that what I went through affected them and and the the person that, you know, was the, the person that you do blame, the perpetrator, that person also hurt them. And and also the trauma that I suffered continued to hurt them in in certain ways as they dealt with all of that in their own lives. And so it was a very moving experience for me. Um, okay, I just want to wrap it up and um, just invite you to continue to listen to the podcast. I will definitely be sharing other, you know, um, insights or things that I feel like are important. And for right now, thank you so much for listening to our podcast and for um, being supporters of those people that as we try to share our stories, I believe that healing begins to take place. And I also know that the orbit around the survivor is a key component So as much as some of my trauma was passed on to my son and he's dealt with it in his own way and is still dealing with it, I also uh, acknowledge that he is the reason that for many, many years as a young mother and into, you know, his young life and all those stages of his development when he was going through those years, you know, when I was kidnapped and I was, you know, I was just so anxious that he was having a good experience in life and having that natural neural development, you know, he, he made my life um, have purpose and meaning. And I certainly didn't do it perfectly for him, as none of us parents do. But, but he being in my life has been a huge help to me in my own healing process. And so I want you to forgive yourselves you know, parents, survivors who are parents who know that they passed the trauma uh, and that they wish they would have healed certain things sooner, but only know what you know. And you can only get to that next step in your healing process when you know what to do. And I know it's taken me, you know, 30 years of seeking out, you know, methods and books and therapists and the right. Um, the right kinds of exercises to do to heal my limbic system, my central nervous system, my emotions, my mind. And now I get to go and I get to talk to amazing groups of people like I did in 
Charlotte, North Carolina, out at the Mountain West Medical Center up in, up in Tooele, Utah, and now here in Laredo, Texas. And, and it was full of detectives, police officers, social workers, therapists, uh, children and family service workers, probably four or 500 people in the room. And what an extraordinary experience to be able to talk to people who are trying their best to help children, to protect them, to help them, you know, not be harmed further, to investigate and to make the changes and to understand and learn about trauma, be trauma-informed so that when they interview and, and seek to understand and to know what's happened to these victims of abuse and child abuse, that we are doing the very best job that we can. And so thank you for, for letting me have this chapter now in my life to come and speak at your conference, at your, at your um, event, and either to tell my story or to talk about resilience or to talk about healing or hope or how to live in the 90%, which I believe is the rest of your life beyond the 10% experience of that really difficult and uh we all have 10% of our life and some people have more than 10% of their life that is full of very traumatizing and difficult experiences. But I do know that if we can focus on how to live in the 90%, which is the rest of our lives, that we can do it. I'm living proof of that. I want to stand for all of those in the orbit out there and give them the acknowledgement that they also deserve. Thank you for supporting us for loving us, us survivors, us trauma victims who are trying to now thrive. And thank you for listening to the podcast and for spreading this message. And that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you for sharing this journey with me today. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show. This really helps us spread the word. And if you know someone who would benefit from listening to our show, please do me a favor and share one of our episodes with them. I want every survivor to know that they are not alone and that there is help available. Links to my website, our foundation, the new book, our online community, Thriveivers, a newsletter can be found in the show notes. All of my contact info is there as well. This year, my number one focus is on sharing our stories. This is so important because it's the launching pad to our healing journey, and it inspires the survivor who is still suffering in silence. I don't want anyone to suffer alone anymore. So please reach out. I want to hear from you. Until next time, my friends, this is Mama Jan signing off, over and out on two. <laughs>